Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. While incarcerated at Fleet Prison, English composer William Cornish wrote a long poem, A Treatise Between Information and Truth. In it, he drew upon many musical metaphors to explain how and why he was falsely imprisoned, invoking minstrels, singers, trumpeters, harpists, and others. Cornish's music was witty also, and his secular works were heard in the courts of Henry VII and his son, Henry VIII. This hour, we'll explore the life and music of William Cornish II, 500 years after his death in 1523. Plus, our featured release is The Cello According to Dalabaco. Cellist Eleanor Fry leads sonatas and duets by an 18th century virtuoso.
That was Tudor Dance Tune Medley, music by William Cornish II. Sirenu Ensemble for Early and Ethnic Music and Song performed. We'll hear more tunes by Cornish this hour and get to know his connection with another William Cornish, as well as Kings Henry VII and VIII. Inmates at Fleet Prison on the east bank of the River Fleet in London were usually imprisoned for civil rather than criminal cases. By 15th century standards, it was a relatively comfortable prison, and inmates were required to pay for their own room and board, as well as pay for prison fees. William Cornish, a composer, dramatist, and actor, claimed he was wrongfully imprisoned at the fleet, writing a poem called A Treatise Between Truth and Information. In the poem, Cornish tells us that he worked for the most famous King Henry VII, and uses a number of musical metaphors to argue his case. In one verse, he writes, quote, A harp well played on showeth sweet melody. A harper with his wrist may tune the harp wrong. Mistuning of an instrument shall hurt a true song. Just as we may unfairly misjudge a song or instrument because the instrument was mistuned, a man might be unfairly imprisoned through the malice of others. Here's an anonymous setting of Blame Not My Lute, and While Life or Breath is in My Breast, by William Cornish. Blame not my lute, for evil's sound of this or that has blinded me. For lack of wit, the lute is bound to give such tunes as please me. Then though my songs be somewhat strange, and speak such words as to change, Change thou thy way. 
While Life for Breath is in My Breast by William Cornish II. Before that, we heard the 16th century tune Blame Not My Lute. Philip Thorby led Musica Antiqua of London with mezzo-soprano Jenny Cassidy. Cornish's imprisonment isn't the only event in his life shrouded in mystery. William Cornish II may have been the son of the William Cornish I who also worked in the Royal Court of England for Kings Henry VII and Henry VIII and they're both connected to the Eton Choir Book, an important collection of pre-Reformation English sacred music. It includes richly illuminated manuscripts with black and red ink and artwork at the opening of many works. As a physical object, it's stunning, but even greater are its contents, pieces by over 24 composers written between 1500 and 1505 for use by Eton College. Next up, a sacred work, by someone named Cornish from the Eton Choir Book, Ave Maria Mater Dei.
Ave Maria Mater Dei from the Eton Choir Book by William Cornish, either Cornish the first or the second. Andrew Carwood led the Cardinal's music. Whether or not the younger Cornish was involved in compositions in the Eton Choir Book, he was associated with religious music and education as master of the children of the Chapel Royal. Cornish's predecessor in that position was William Newark. We'll hear Catholicon B by Cornish, but first, here is The Farther I Go, The More Behind by William Newark.
Sour Cream Recorder Trio performs 16th century tunes The Farther I Go, The More Behind by William Newark and Catholicon B by William Cornish. Early music can mean a lot of things. What does it mean to you? Let us know your thoughts and ideas. Contact us at harmoniaearlymusic.org, where you'll also find playlists and an archive of past shows. You're listening to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. Welcome back. We're exploring the life and music of English composer William Cornish this hour on Harmonia. For much of his professional career, Cornish worked as a top entertainer, playwright, musician, actor, and more, for Henry VII and Henry VIII. The younger Henry was a composer and music lover himself, and his collection included crumhorns, cornetti, flutes, recorders, viols, and more. We'll hear two pieces by King Henry VIII, Pastime with Good Company, and Un Frey Amour. Thank you. 
Pastime with Good Company and Enfray Amour, music by Henry VIII. Lutonist Stephen Player performed with Ifagiolini and the Forbury Consort. Cornish claimed he was imprisoned at the fleet due to false information. Legend has it that he was incarcerated for making fun of Sir William Empson, who was Speaker of the House of Commons and a minister to Henry VII. Empson was especially unpopular since he was part of the unfair taxation system. Whether or not the satire occurred, Cornish was surely a witty character. Poet Alexander Barclay wrote about Cornish and his colleagues that they were, quote, warbling their tunes at pleasure and at will, though some be busy that therein have no skill. Let's hear courtly entertainment music by Cornish, Blow Thy Horn Hunter, and Hoida Jolly Rutterkin. Oida, oida, 
Horn Hunter and Hoida Jolly Rutterkin, songs of William Cornish II, performed by Sirinu Ensemble for early in ethnic music and song. We move from England to Italy now for our featured release, The Cello According to Dallabaco, featuring cellists Eleanor Fry and Catherine Jones. Giuseppe Clemente Dallabaco was among a generation of virtuoso composer cellists who played the cello center stage as a solo instrument in the 1730s and 40s. 
His duets were especially popular, rivaling the long-established tradition of viola da gamba duos. We'll hear two movements from Dallabaco's cello duet in F major. Thank you. 
we heard the two final movements of Giuseppe Clemente dall'Abaco's cello duet in F major, Allegro and Moderato Assai Grazioso. Eleanor Fry and Catherine Jones performed on cellos from Eleanor Fry's 2022 release, The Cello According to Dall'Abaco. Dall'Abaco shows the breadth of the cello and his own virtuosity in his sonatas as well. In these, both the solo cellist as well as the accompanying cellist can shine, the soloist playing challenging double stops, while the accompanying cellist sometimes departs from the rest of the continuo, adding a tenor voice. We'll hear the middle movement of Dallabaco's cello sonata in E-flat major, Pastorale Siciliana. Thank you. 
Pastorale Siciliana from Dallabaco's Cello Sonata in E-flat Major. The solo cellist is Eleanor Fry with Catherine Jones, also on cello, Michelle Passotti, Theorbo, and Federica Bianchi, harpsichord. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Support comes from Early Music America, a national organization that advocates and supports the historical performance of music of the past, the community of artists who create it, and the listeners whose lives are enriched by it. On the web at earlymusicamerica.org. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacob School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. Contact us at harmoniaearlymusic.org. You can follow us on Facebook by searching for Harmonia Early Music. The writer for this edition of Harmonia was Sarah Schilling. Thanks to our studio engineer, Michael Pashkash, and our production team, Luann Johnson, Aaron Kane, and John Bailey. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. Harmonia.